Welcome to Alphabet Flat Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful Sam. Hello! So, Sam, uh, are you ready for some anti-gravity? You bet I am. Well... We're going to be talking about someone who does a lot of anti-gravity stuff, and is also not fun and bad, and I don't like him. Wizard! Wizard! So, do you know who Wizard is? Nope. What do you think Wizard is, if you were to create Wizard? I'm just like, based on your dislike of him and his name, I feel like he is possibly an incel. Possibly a sapiosexual. And, yeah, that's all I can think of. I think he might be both. Uh, we, oh, we'll we'll decide. We'll, de- we'll decide. Because, mm-hmm. like, I I, uh, I officially uh, ranked the group of people who I think are the worst, and I think incels is, like, just a couple steps above Nazis for me. <laughs> so, um, I do hate him a lot. Not as much as I, li- I dislike a Nazi, though. And sapiosexuals, they're kind of in that, like, nebulous gray area where I'm just like, well... I don't really like you, but I don't immediately hate you. Mm-hmm. So, let's see if he is. So, this is what Wizard looks like. Oof. Yes. What was it? Describe, please. Oh my god, okay, so definitely this guy tries to work out, but it doesn't look like it's working out for him. Um, his fucking outfit is weird. Like, is is he wearing pants or are those his actual legs? They're 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 pants. Hmm. <laughs> I see. Let's see. And what what's the circle on his chest? Is that like a dollar coin? Uh, it's just a circle. Yeah, he just like looks like ten out of ten giant nerd. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would describe him as a, a giant nerd. Um, who makes me take back some of the things I say about bullying. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's a pro- That's a problem with, with, like, some people nowadays. Um, like, I'm really anti-bullying and very, like, pacifist when it comes to a lot of things, but there's some people who are just like, I'm thinking about dropping those, just dropping that, that idea entirely. And just, just, just become this like the jock, uh, the the jock bully that apparently was okay for a long time. Yes, some <sighs> people, some people need to be bullied. Yeah, I think. Well, I think, I think the uh, operative term there is they need some form of shame put on them so they could reflect different values. Mm-hmm. We'll get, we'll get to that at some other point. So. Uh, his real name is unrevealed at this point. Does he have a name later? Yes, he does. Uh, so it's uh, Bentley Whitman. Bentley Whitman? Yeah. yeah, sounds like a nerd also. Yeah. Uh, he is a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. Uh, his occupation is professional criminal, formerly a professional inventor, Stage magician, escape artist, and chess champion. Public I- his identity is known to the police, but not to the general public. His former alias is Wingless Wizard. Oh my god! So did he get wings now? 
no, no, no never, never had, had wings. Weird. Yeah. Place of birth is unrevealed. Known relatives is none. Later, he does make clones of himself. And one of them is uh, goes to the Future Foundation. It's Bentley 23. Um, and he's kind of like, I have like bad, I have like bad guy intuitions, but he's ultimately a good, good kid. But, uh, I, I really like Bentley 23 a lot. He's the opposite of his bad father. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, leader of the, he was the leader of the, uh, Frightful Four that's now disbanded. Former ally of Mysterio and the Plant Man. He first appeared in Strange Tales number one, uh, 103. Sorry, 102. So, the, so it's, it's a kind of a busy cover. You can tell that they didn't know how to make a good superhero book cover at this time. Uh, it's, it was Strange Tales. Uh, well, there was four. Well, no, five. Uh, books in this. This was back when it was more of an anthology thing. Um, the first one being Prisoner of the Wizard. The wizard being the person we're talking about today. Then we have The Treasure. The Secret of the Hidden Planet. Who Needs You? Okay, don't burn me on that book. And The Wizard's Wilds. Wow. So many exclamation yeah. points in all of these. Well, I mean, is is it a comic book without tons of exclamation points? For a long time, for a really long time, like the only the only th- uh, ending punctuation you would see would be exclamation points. Uh, we do have a little bit of cover piece theater here. Cover piece theater. Okay, so I'm just going to describe what's going on and then I'll cue, cue it to you. So, so on this cover, Strange Tales, uh, you have Who Needs You? Again, uh, and it says the astonishing clash of man versus robot. And it's like a robot, like menacing someone with like a bunch of people just kind of standing above being like, oh, okay, cool. Then there's like, uh, what was the dreaded secret of the hidden planet? And it's basically like a, looks more like a building than a spaceship. Yeah. Could be the and Eiffel Tower. Could be, yeah. And it's going to a mountain range or something, and it looks like there's a bunch of like, you know, people on the the planet. And then you have... Uh, another feature-length Human Torch epic, The Prisoner of the Wizard. And, uh, like, he just, like, drifted in the air, as you could tell with his, uh, flame trail. And he's, like, about to go towards, I'm guessing, the wizard. Who doesn't look great. Like, long face. Oh shit, that's him. Didn't even recognize yeah. him. Yeah, he even has he has a chin patch as well. And like he's holding like a gun up and the and the human torch is yelling at him. 
That's not proper gun technique. His finger's on the trigger. Ah! Well, he, I, I think he wants to kill him, though. So I guess it's it's technically proper if he wants to kill him. I guess. Yeah. But how can you, like, shoot fucking fire, though? Like, how does that work? Why not? Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <I don't>, yeah. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what, do, what does the human torch say? He was waiting for me. I've fallen into the wizard's trap. Now, Sam, does he look like he's in a trap? It looks like he could just fly up. That would solve all his problems right now. Because, like, basically, the wizard is holding a gun at him. The human torch can melt. He can definitely melt lead, like, almost instantly. Um, and it's just an open air. It looks like he's, like, maybe at, like, a park or something. He could just, yeah, like, he could just fly up. Or to the side. Or past him. He can fly anywhere, but he's not. (laughs) Yeah, so, unless this is, like, like, kidnap play or something. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes these superheroes be into kinky stuff. I imagine it's hard to hard to get it up for like you know normal stuff when you're a superhero. Superheroes, they're just like me and you. Yep. Sometimes they just want to be beat up by someone who's attractive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into this weird dude's uh, history. So, before his first clash with the Human Torch, the Wizard was one of the most prominent celebrities of his day. Known throughout the world for his acclaimed. Uh, what he was acclaimed by his fellow scientists for his new theories. He became quite rich in the result, uh, as a result of his great numbers of inventions, many of which were futuristic devices and furnishing that were sold to the wealthy, but whose expense would put them out of reach of the middle class. The wizard designed and built himself a futuristic mansion in Long Island, which he filled with his own inventions. The wizard also used his intellectual intellectual uh, talents to become a world famous chess player. He had even entered show business where he would publicly stage feats of magic, quote unquote, which would actually be accomplished through highly advanced scientific means. Because of his feats and intellectual achievements, he became known in the news as the wizard. I don't understand why anyone would trust a trust a state magician, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But the wizard, who came to believe that there was only one intellectual challenge left for him, and that was to defeat the human torch. Did he cure cancer? There's so many other things you can do. Right. Space travel wasn't commercially viable. Why didn't he build spaceships that were cheap? The wizard intended to defeat the church by impersonating him, Torch, and it, by impersonating him, then destroying the real human. Sorry, okay. So apparently he was just like, I'm going to dress up as you, and then do bad things, so everyone, so everyone thinks you're bad. Slanderous. Which, Which is a thing that so many people do and fail at. Uh, he was envious of the powers of the superhuman adventurers, um, who recently appeared, appeared, 
and feared that the public would that the oh they have they added o into public so it's public yeah the public uh would turn much of its attention to people like that and it would lose interest in him so he chose to go after the uh human torch since he was the most visually spectacular of them so far as part of his scheme uh he staged another remarkable public uh, one of another one of his remarkable public feats he used a vehicle with an atomic power drill to bore into what he to bore what he said would be the deepest hole ever dug into the earth he would intentionally trigger a cave-in, which would bury his vehicle deep underground, and unknown to other uh, anyone else but the wizard. He placed oxygen tanks aboard the vehicle, which would enable him to live up for weeks down there. So, he was going to do David Blaine stuff? I don't know. The wizard... As the wizard planned, he was rescued by the Human Torch. In seeming gratitude, he invited the Torch to his mansion, where he imprisoned the Torch, and then donned the costume, which he designed to the, which allowed him to mimic the Human Torch, Torch's ability. Thus, disguised as a Torch, he committed a series of crimes, but the Human Torch broke free, and with the aid of his sister and teammate in the Fantastic Four, the Invisible Woman. Uh, or at that time, Invisible Girl, uh, captured the wizard and procured proof for the police that it was actually disguised wizard who committed the crimes. And then he was sentenced to prison. Uh, then he made a bunch of other attempts uh, to revenge himself on the torch, one of which was a partnership of another human torch foe, Pace Pot Pete. Uh, in this encounter, Pace Pot Pete and the Sandman uh, were inspired to create a new team that would be the criminal counterpart, a part of the Fantastic Four. The Sandman and the Pace Pot Pete, under the new name Trapster, joined the team, and he recruited uh, Madame Medusa as the fourth member. Because they needed a girl. Yep, that diversity. But she, but was, she also was also the most mo- the more powerful person on the team. So, I don't know. Uh, he heard rumors of Medusa's existence and journey to the uh, Mediterranean island where she was said to live like a hermit. She fled from the Inhumans, a Himalayan refugee, uh, refuge, and suffered amnesia, and becoming a thief in, in Paris and had returned to the island to escape the police. Uh, after arriving on the island, the wizard saw her fight uh, off a search party of police and then offered partnership uh, with him. She reluctantly agreed, and the three partners with the wizard of the wizard became the Frightful Four. Uh, many of his criminal activities since then were with other Frightful Four members. Uh, they often come in conflict with the Fantastic Four, who have defeated them repeatedly. Uh, after Medusa's departure from the organization, the, her place was filled by Thundra, the Brute, Electro, and Lyra, who I talked about all of those, except for the Brute, because the Brute is basically uh, just a big dude. That's all. 
is a big dude that punches things. Uh, occasionally, the wizard committed crimes of his own, and for a brief time entered a partnership with Mysterio. Uh, since none of Medusa's successors uh, proved to be as good as Medusa, and since the Sandman is now a good guy at, at this point in time, uh, the wizard disbanded the Frightful Four, and he does a bunch of stuff on his own nowadays. Yeah, so. What do you think about the wizard so far? I don't like this man. He looks gross. He looks whack. He does whack things. He's just... He's a cuck. I don't like him. He's a nerd. He's a sword boy beta cuck. Who? I studied the blade. Also, like, his main thing is I just feel... He just feels like, it's like, hey, I'm so smart, I should be able to beat everyone up. <laughs> With with my dumb anti gravity discs that I have, which we haven't, which is not even mentioned in the thing, but he has a bunch of anti gravity stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like him. He's a big dumb nerd, and I hate him. Yeah, I just his outfit is horrendous. Also, he has a chin patch. Chin patch. Who wears, who, who wears a chin patch? Unironically. Yeah. At, it shows off his intellect. Yeah. So, he's 5'8", uh, weighs 150, has hazel eyes and dark brown hair. Um, he possesses a human strength of someone his age, height, and build who does no regular exercise. He also has no superhuman powers. Uh, he also has very little athletic ability. Has also and no training in unarmed combat, but his intellect is of a genius level. He's made uh, many discoveries beyond the scope of contemporary science uh, in fields such as subatomic particles, uh, hence his work with gravitons, and studies of other dimensions. Uh, his brilliance, however, is so considerably less than that of Mr. Fantastic, Doctor Doom, Magneto, the Mandarin, um, which is one of the things that he hates so much. He thinks he is smarter than all of them, but he, but they, but all they have to do is just like, no, you're not, and then they do better than him. Yeah. Apparently, this man hates marzipan. How dare he? He has like a lot, a lot of different devices. That he uses against his foes. Uh, one of the one of them is uh, gravity discs or flying discs. They basically have like anti-gravitrons, which allow them to like counteract the force of gravity. He also has he he wears like anti-gravity disc on his uh, suit, oh, which enables him to hover. That's what it was then. And he can he can hover or fly at one hundred forty miles an hour. And the only reason why he does it that is because if he does more than that, he can't breathe. He can also uh, vary at the height that he um, varies the height that he is at by adjusting the discs. He can also like attach like one or more of the anti gravity discs on uh, object, making it virtually weightless, and so he can easily carry it. He's often like. You know, 
tossed it on other people or in things so that they that so that basically they would just fly up into the air. That's a fun party trick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Paste Pot Pete, aka the Trapster, will sometimes just like spray some paste on them, but then you'll put the disc on them, and they're just like, "Oh crap! There's this is glued on me." <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! He I've also, been glued. He also has uh, power gloves, which have like miniature generator circuitry, which allows them to do like mint like little, you know, tiny things, such as make him punch harder. He can also, like, lift better when he's, like, wearing them. Oh my god, sounds like this man needs it. Yeah. At least 500 pounds. He can also, like, shoot electric electrical force at, like, 35 feet, uh, because he's a person who exists in the Marvel Universe who can fly. They can always shoot laser lasers out there or electric out of their hands for some reason it comes with the flight like everyone has it they always have a glove or they have jet boots and it's just like as soon as they could fly and they don't have superpowers they have gloves that allow them to shoot electric out of their hands it's just it's just a law of the land apparently you can also create like a vortex that will you know basically lift things up in the air He's also, at one point, he made the id machine, which basically, he shoots people with, um, I'm angry rays, and then they do angry stuff. Like, fight other people. And, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, eat and hump things. I don't know. Possibly shoplift. Possibly shoplift, yes. Uh, he also made a, uh, a costume that duplicates the powers of the Human Torch. Oh, he also made a, uh, that had a pocket of non-causality, which, within all variations of events, are equally possible. This means it's also possible to create a dimensional matrix to entrap the victim from returning from the same room, no matter how often he or she leaves it. So he also could just make, I'm the biggest dick in the world suit, where when you put it on, you leave a room and you're just like, I can't go in this room anymore. Because of dimensional causality. That sucks. I hate you, wizard. <laughs> he doesn't make sense. No, he just he just makes stuff up. He's just like, hey, this will ruin people's lives. And they're just like, this is mildly annoying. <laughs> and then they beat him up. Yeah. Well, uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called uh, Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. I also have a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series. Uh, at this point in time, we're talking about Cosmic Ghost Rider, and we're in the middle or at the second to last episode, depending on how I uh, count it and stuff. So... Um, besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor, and don't toot that horn. Bye!